I believe, a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Thursday, July 13th, 2023. We got a loaded show for you tonight. We're going to be talking about Trump screening the sound of freedom and just how sound of freedom is being attacked by the ones that are exposing themselves. I love that part about this. They just expose themselves every time some type of new movement of the Lord happens. And, you know, the people that are attacking it are just saying, hey, I'm Cabal. Hey, I'm a globalist. <laughs> hey, I'm a hired hand for the deep state. So it becomes extremely obvious. We're also going to get into a teaching uh, later on um, getting uh, digging into the Revelation 2, um, which gets into the churches and the messages for the churches at that time, which really is a message for us as the church, the body of Christ now, I believe, in many ways. So we'll uh, think of a great teaching. Um, but also we have just a ton of to get into maybe a prophetic word as well that uh, with a bunch of news and updates about what's going on in this battle, the spiritual battle, but also um, what's happening politically and attacks on Trump, etc. So let's dig into that right now. Um, thank you for everyone that uh, joined us live. We go live on uh, the main platform is Rumble. Then the secondary is Facebook and Clout Hub. I can see comments if you want to make comments to me on Rumble. That's the live chat as well as on Facebook and backstage. I'm not, you're invited to backstage where we have um, a bunch of people that are on Zoom right now. So you can come back there and get the perfect audio, especially during praise and prayer. It's beautiful. So I think you really enjoy being backstage with us. And you can be backstage with the, with the guests that we bring on. We had Stella Emanuel last night. It was very awesome. And then Brian Artis on before that, Juan Osavin before that. You can be in the Zoom with them. I'm asking them questions as well. And when I hand it over for 15 or 20 minutes of that interview. And also, there's a lot of other benefits. Just go to blessedteach.com, blessedteach.com, and go to the backstage tab. Again, that's blessedteach.com, and go to the backstage tab. All right, let's get rolling on this. On this Thursday night, Donald Trump to screen the sound of freedom at Bedminster Club. And this is interesting because it's been attacked so hard by all the people exposing themselves. And it's good because if you look, if you watch the movie, and I suggest you do, and I don't want to do any spoilers at all, but there's not any 
pedophilia showing at all. There's so there's no really horrible scenes at all, and and it's an aspiring movie that tells truth. And it's a story of two kids' story of going from being um, basically abducted, um, and what, what what's their story around that. So I don't want to get into any more detail because I want you to go see the movie. Make sure you please go see it at the theater. That's a message uh, where it beat out even um, and on July 4th um, the blockbuster, massive, expensive Disney movie, which was uh, Indiana Jones. So let's dig into a little bit about what Trump is doing. Donald Trump plans to host a screening of Sound of Freedom at his Bedminster Golf Club next week. Seizing on the unexpected box office performance of the movie. Star Jim Caviezel and producer Eduardo Verstorwigi, if you can pronounce that, will attend with Tim Ballard, the former government agent upon which the story is based, also will be there. The film is based on Ballard's efforts to save children from Czech sex traffickers in Colombia. So this isn't even about America. Um, this is, but the American media and really the global media is all over this as a and trying to attach it to their false narrative on QAnon, which is really, really uh, a stretch, <laughs> a huge stretch because the, the movie does not even talk anything about anything um, about uh, any of the Q drops or anything like that, right? It, so they're, the reason they're doing that is because. On a Clay Clark event in Tulsa, the very first one of the Reawaken America tours, I've had like 15 of them now, right? The very first one I was there, Caviezel called in and he talked about, and he uses the word adrenochrome. And that's when they lost, he lost all his contracts. It's a, it's a story that's amazing. Um, but he knows it's real. So, and, it, and this movie didn't even get into that. This movie didn't even get into the ugly stuff of organ harvesting, the ugly stuff of child sacrifice, the ugly stuff of so many other topics that we could get into, uh, like I just talked about with Drenochrome and um, you know spirit cooking and all that stuff. It's just was the industry of sex trafficking. That's all, it's all measured up. So to attack that is exposing all those people. So it's pretty amazing. The screen will be open to club members and supporters according to the Trump campaign. The Angel Studios movie has so far generated almost 50 million at the box office. It only cost 10 million to make, just to give you an idea of how successful this is. Although it is nonpartisan, the film has generated considerable interest on the right as a kind of outcry project that defied the major studios. It's been promoted on Steve Bannon's podcast, including by Caviezel and by one of Trump's advisors, Jason Miller. In announcing the screening, the Trump campaign singled out some of the criticism from outlets like Rolling Stone, The Guardian, CNN, and The Washington Post. The Guardian labeled the movie a QAnon-adjacent thriller. And you see here, announcing the screening, the Trump campaign noted the former president's steps to end human trafficking and Ballard support of the border wall. Um, and this other guy is, was a member of the Trump's Advisory Commission on Hispanic Prosperity, and Ballard was part of the advisory panel on human trafficking. The screening's linkage of movie to political record is hardly novel as members of Congress routinely host screenings on Capitol Hill to mobilize attention around issues. The White House recently hosted Eva Longoria and the cast member from Flaunting Hot in, uh, for an, what was it, Flamin' Hot for an outdoor screening where President Joe Biden emphasized his record on DACA and press co Congress to pass immigration reform. So uh, interesting stuff. So Mel Gibson, who has championed Sound of Freedom, recently met Trump and, and Roger Stone 
in a recent Ultimate Fighting Championship event. You probably saw that where the crowd just went crazy for Trump. <laughs> this is another example that they're losing. Um, Gibson, uh, let's see, uh, a source said, a source said they discussed the movie. An actor director said that he thought a screening was a good idea. Gibson's rep confirmed that he ran into Trump at the event along with the personalities, but said that there was no plans for the actor to be involved in screening of the movie. So pretty interesting stuff. Um, and if you really look at some of the details, here's another one. Sound of Freedom is not real, not QAnon fantasy, says anti-trafficking hero who inspired the hit. So they interviewed actually the person the movie was about, Tim Ballard, not Jim Caviezel, played Jim Ballard in the movie. And if you look at this, um, said when Sound of Freedom an indie movie based on the heroic true story of a federal agent turned international pedophile hunter debuted in theaters July 4th. Is It beat it, the big budgets like Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, but the cinematic underdog hasn't been hailed as a triumph in all corners. Instead, liberal media outlets have pillared it as a QAnon dog whistle. It's a far cry from 2014, three years ago before QAnon has, was even a thing. And CBS News straight coverage of the real-life raid in Colombia that rescued over 50 children and, ins and inspired the movie. The sting operation was led by Tim Ballard, a former Homeland Security agent um, from California. So that's Tim right here. And very, again, I'm, I'm hoping um, that you guys will make a commitment to see it if you haven't seen it or taking somebody else if you have seen it. You can also support the movie by going to going to see it for free if you if you use some of the free tickets that are being bought. If you have a heart for it, you can actually pay forward other people's as well. The story not only raised awareness about the mushroom issue of child sex trafficking and exploration, but it turned Ballard and his nonprofit under Operation Underground Railroad into an object of media interest. So this is OUR, right? So I've had I've interviewed some of the people on that team before. And I believe they're, they're really good guys my, myself. I, there's a lot of these organizations that are that are pretend organizations that actually protect the pedophiles. So you got to be very careful before you give or get yourself involved in a, anybody that's trying to stop trafficking because the, the, the cabal is so sophisticated and has controlled opposition. There's many, I'm not going to name names right now, that I know for a fact are working um, to protect pedophiles, uh, not... not um, actually find them right and our i believe is one of the good ones you guys let me know if you have any feedback on that he was profiled in forbes with the headline meet a guy who was devoted his life to freeing slaves and appeared in a series of networks when we did our first hits in 2014 2015 it was all the mainstream outlets ballard told the post equally fox news equally msc i went on cnn so you can see people are all over it but now all the attention also caught the eye of Mexican actor and producer Eduardo Vester. I wish I knew how to pronounce this. You guys let me know. Verastery, who wanted to turn Ballard's tale of heroics into a movie. Guys, the reason I'm reading this thoroughly here is because this is a critical moment in history, I believe, that could tip the scales to many, many things. So they, they do make me look more way badass in a movie than I am or even was, but it's based on truth. Ballard said, the kids are real. What happened to them is real. All the bad guys and the good guys are real. And and so here's here's what I really wanted to share. This is uh, the box office um, earned more than 14 million on that day. This is July 4th when it opened. Nearly 3 million more than Indiana Jones style of Destiny, despite being in nearly 2,000 fewer theaters. That's the big success here, right? 
and now it's over 45 million and if you really look at it it's just amazing to see um, that the amount that it took Indiana Jones now Indiana Jones is going to make more money but they spent 10x to build it and and um, uh, way, probably another 10x on on promotions you'll see Indiana Jones commercials all the time and they're they're likely going to lose money on this again just like they have the last nine movies so that is a, a, when you start losing money on Marvel movies and start losing money even on Indiana Jones you're you're really showing God's judgment, in my opinion. That is going to be uh, uh, exciting to see that this go down. But this go, this article goes on. You get all this show, this notes in the show notes. Uh, the good news here is that we have a great way to start talking about this. I'm going to invite you guys to come on to the neighborhood and join us, where we have been praying for the last six months or so, maybe maybe five months, um, and we have a group in the neighborhood. And it's called PCR, Project Children Rescue. So we lift up these children. We pray for the military that's rescuing them. We pray against the, um, the, the, the actual pedophile protectors, which is the media, right? So this is the group. Again, you can find that on neighborhood.social and just go to groups and search PCR. And so the, it'll be in the show notes as well. That You'll have a direct link to it for Project Children Rescue. We pray for them every Tuesday night and then every Thursday morning. We did that this morning. And then we blow the shofars. It's a great little half hour that we spend both, again, Tuesday night as well as Thursday morning. And it was it's worldwide. It's great. We have Annette from Sweden praying, Elizabeth from Australia. We have Gloria from Canada all on the call this morning as an example. And people all over the United States, it was beautiful. Join us. We'd love to have you join PCR and let's use our, our words and authority like uh, like many of the prophetic words have been telling us to do. Hey, this episode is sponsored by Share Healthcare. Again, guys, the cabal insurance makes you go to Big Pharma, Rockefeller Medicine and those approaches, right? Which sometimes might be appropriate for certain things, but a, a good portion of, of when you get, get, get some type of event that happens, you're going to want to go a natural approach and they won't even pay for that. So many people are using supplemental assurance for Christian sharing programs like Share Healthcare. So you go to sharehealthcare.com slash rickb2t and you will see the cost of this for a family of three is is, is about, about about one fifth, right? So um, and, and so that's why people are just added to supplemental for free insurance that they're already getting from their employers. Um, and that will cover things like uh, they just had a family member have to pay $6,000 for their son's tonsils to be removed and they had insurance that was all paid for, right? Well, what good is that? So in these programs, you pay nothing over $1,000, right? So supplemental insurance makes sense. But more importantly, um, I just shedded my cabal insurance and moved to a Christian sharing program. So consider that as you move forward. Find out at sharehealthcare.com slash rickb2t. All right, let's get into White House cocaine investigation. <laughs> Concluded after just 11 days, no suspect ID'd. That's how ridiculous this is, and everybody's making fun of this. Trump is making fun of this. With the amount of cameras and everything, they could find this person extremely easy, but it's just another example of the whole FBI and the DOJ uh, protecting the whole institution of this what uh, false administration, right? And um, that, that is just uh, uh, the captured operations that Juan Osavin talks about. You got a captured operation in the executive branch. Got a captured operation in the judicial branch, even though Trump got a bunch of lawyers in there that probably saved the company. I mean, a bunch of judges in there that probably saved the country. 
and have this moving in the right direction. Um, overall, there's way too many um, judges in there that are corrupt, right? And God's going to be judging them. And then obviously you got the legislative branch. It's completely, completely captured. Uh, the worst one of, of the three, I believe. Uh, but you've, when you have all that and you have now captured operations of our culture, which has happened in all seven mountains of culture influence that I talk about a lot, you have got something where it's an impossible situation in the natural. But in the supernatural, when God is acting like he is now, they have no chance. And so I'm just asking you guys to not fall into fear. And that's uh, exactly what a lot of what the word's been telling us here lately as well. Hey, we got a bunch of great guests coming on, including Clay Clark, an artist, and an MD, and Trey Smith, who does these great movies, God in a Nutshell, um, the Analyst of Time, as well as Reverend Craig Hagen. His dad wrote, um, the, you know, the 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 beautiful book of the Believer's Authority, and so and then that's the one that changed Clay Clark's life. That book right there, and so. I guess I think you guys really enjoy these guests that will be coming up. And you can be backstage with them. So come backstage at blessedteach.com. Come backstage. Here's a leaked Slack email. Exchanges prove scientists lied about COVID origins. So we know this. A lot of the public didn't. And now the emails are just, just shedding the liars out there. So this is the beautiful part about all these declassifications, these whistleblowers, these new emails coming out to clearly show that Fauci lied, right? And when the more information that continues to come out about this, the better. Just again, this is a July 13th article by David Storm. Here's the actual emails. I like this as part of this. It says, they lied and we have the receipts. To be clear, anybody with half a brain suspected they lived, uh, suspected they lied, and those of us willing to admit it knew they lied. It's just the receipts that are new. You know, receipts being you know, information, new information. But reading them is oddly satisfying, satisfying enough that I had to share them with friends who think I am a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> and so this whole this whole article is does a great job just showing that Anthony Fauci um, has done everything to lie to the public. This medical cartels being exposed, guys. This is this is big because not many people even knew about the medical cartel and how evil Big Pharma was and how evil the vaccines are and how evil these big pharma medicines are the, the, the counteractions and that the reason we have 14 our, our loved ones on 14 15 medications is because they have all side effects that cause the other one to be needed it is an evil sick care system not a health care system that's why i'm talking about share health care and getting out of the 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 medical cartel insurance right um, i think you guys will do a lot better with with a better insurance company here is um a prophetic word that was on July 3rd by by uh, uh, now that's that's one from two weeks ago from Amanda Grace there's a more there was a a more updated one well there it is here it is this is what I wanted to show you so this is the one and I haven't read through this in detail right now but I thought I'd just do what I what, what we do sometimes is read it together and I'll give my commentary on it and you can also text me um, as far as the chat of what you think uh, this might mean I like to think through this and uh, and work through this with you. So I've listened to this completely with Amanda, um, but I just haven't read it with you, if that makes sense. So again, this was 10 days ago. Um, so uh, she gave she gave this uh, a word from the Lord, trusting in the Lord's navigation and following his guidance for us and the nation. This uses Google, <laughs> Google Maps as an example, which is kind of funny. 
Uh, but let's dig into this word because I think it's quite exciting as, as we start um, understanding what she's saying. So again, this is the one, I guess that was July 3rd. I just want to make sure that I've got the right one up here. Yeah, this is the latest one. This is talking about the GPS. So it was 10 days ago. It was about July 3rd. That's that's exactly right. Um, all right, so we covered her her other video. So this would be her latest one, her latest one that um, I have a great volunteer that pulls all this together for me because it's still not on Amanda's blog. Um, but you get a chance to see the, the text and, and let's let's navigate through this together. So let's go. The GPS on our phones. We have a tendency to listen to the GPS and do what it says. When it tells us to make a turn, we make a turn. When it tells us to merge, we merge. For the most part, it gives a, a route and we follow it. And if we miss a turn, the GPS says rerouting and reroutes us to get to the same destination. Although it may take our trip longer, we have tendencies to trust the judgment of the GPS over the directions of Almighty God who sees all things, every obstacle, every challenge, every event, and can navigate us accordingly. And if we take a wrong turn, make a wrong choice, go down the wrong road, the Lord will reroute us, and we may have to go a different way to get to the same destination. Though it may take a little longer, we will still reach it. And this is a good lesson. I, this is kind of hit me when I first heard her talking about this, is that I think this is so true because God knows such a better way and Satan has all these blockades and plans for us to, 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 to destroy us and doesn't want us to get to the destination at all, right? And so if we really want to get to a destination, which is really our, our trust in him, our love him, delight in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart, right? All these things that we, we, we want to achieve, well, if we really want to get there, we need to be really listening to God and have him direct us. And uh, that is, that's how I kind of read that paragraph. You let me know how that affected you. But it was like, yeah, I got I to gotta trust God uh, way more than the GPS, right? Especially when it's made by Google, <laughs> right? That's for sure. The nation of America took a wrong turn, a very wrong turn from its founding foundations. And now the Lord thy God is rerouting this nation. He has to now take it a different direction than before to reach the destination at hand. And it is taking a little longer because we must go a different way that has more turns than before. And it is his navigation that will ultimately bring us to the appointed time and events he has set. No matter the detours and roadblocks, man and their battles, their empires, the work of their hands have built, the Lord knows how to navigate around such and not allow it to block the journey. Um, and this is so true, is it not? That, and, and, and I think this, that there's multiple prophets talking about how um, that there's been a delay here, right? So God, God has a point in time where the big events are going to happen, right? But he's, so, he's, he's the almighty God. He can go all kinds of different directions depending on what the enemy's doing, right? So I think sometimes we think that every single event has been written in time and can't change. But he's giving billions of people choices. He's asking them to repent. He's calling some people. So just think about this. If you have an almighty God, this omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent, that's giving free choice to a billion people, and he's still going to navigate us to the key events he wants to navigate to.
And so I believe he uses us to do amazing things, but when we can't do it anymore, his hand comes in to achieve his purpose. And I believe that's where we are in this time frame as we frustratingly think that these things may have been happening five years ago. And uh, we see though the wisdom of it as it unfolds. As this new navigation happens, we see Joe Biden take the office of the White House and make an absolute fool of the deep state and actually expose all the rhinos and expose all these hidden creatures that were in secret societies all the way down to the bone, right? So that nobody is hiding anymore. And we're starting to see that. Like when we see Rolling Stone talking bad about the Sound of Freedom, like we just talked about, when we see MSNBC and CNN all talking bad about the Sound of Freedom, we know who the enemy is like never before, right? And it make and it more people are waking up to it. Your leftist friends, your friends in the center, your friends that are just sleeping, start saying, "Wow, why are they against a basic movie on children being freed?" Right? Why? Why would they do that? So this is a great time to talk about Operation Mockingbird. That's why I trained in my class of a of of, of a Impactors for Truth. There's a section on Mockingbird Media that can really is effective at waking people up, um, and it's non-political. Then you move the sound of freedom right in there, and it clearly shows this. Uh, it's going to be interesting. And as, and now here we are back to the Amanda prophecy. And as we, and I'm sorry, and we as his children must listen to the navigation. We must be diligent in hearing, sober-minded and diligent in actually doing and implementing this instruction he is giving because some of it over the next year and a half will not make sense to the natural eye. The turns, the events, the circumstances, the rerouting will not make sense in the natural. However, if you seek the Lord for your course in the spirit to see the map and the route in the spirit, you will understand what others do not. You will be able to explain beyond what others are limited in. Wow, what a great lesson here, guys. And this is really, he's been training us in this, is that what other people are getting in panic and fear, like we've been talking about all this time, we're staying in peace and faith, right? Well, how do we do that? Because we're getting close to the Lord each day. This is why it's so important to be careful who you follow, right? Be careful not to spend more time on junk intel than you are on the Word of God. Be careful not to pull away and be isolated by yourself. Be with other Christian patriots. That's why this whole ministry does praise and prayer twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. We'll be doing that tonight. And by the way, I have a new song. So don't miss that uh, today. A whole new worship video song. Um, as you know, these take quite some time to develop. and uh, But they're beautiful when, in the end where we attach them to scripture. They have this lyrics there and beautiful video to match the beautiful song. Uh, that we'll have a, a whole new song debuting tonight. Back to Amanda's prophecy. The Lord desires to pour that out onto his people, leading up to this November as a Jewish feast and the high holy days will give much definition to such a course. It will be a defining moment in Israel and their course for that upcoming year. And it will define and structure the course for America. And whom shall step forward to lead? For a, uh, this says Jahu, a Jahu shall come before, looking like a bit of a madman. However, it's anointed, is anointed by God to tear down that 
the hands of seducing spirits and those who encourage the idolatry of Baal have built through the work of their hands of one woman and one man. The foundation beneath shall be challenged by the strahu, and his fierce striving shall be recognized as he convinces under the anointing of God that those around such individuals to turn on them and finally throw them down. So it looks like it was going to be another character similar to Trump that looks like a madman, but but uh, is actually being used. I don't I don't think this is talking about Trump. You let me know what you think. But um, interesting to see that both American Israel, most of the prophets are talking about both these countries being extremely key to these these times right now, right? So that's why it was a privilege for me to be in Israel last a few weeks ago um, there with Amanda and. And Chris, as well as Gus, and really uh, Tom Holman, who was the ICE director for Trump when he was when he was president, and uh, many other awesome patriots, and to see the borders, how we could easily defend our borders, uh, but uh, without the new technology and the, using the same technology Israel's doing, but we decide not to here in America, obviously, because why we have a captured operation. Um, so let's dig in more into this. It says, The deep waters that have hidden much, there shall be a deep pressurization, and what has been suppressed in the shadowy depth shall, like buoys, forcibly come to the surface and make a spectacle. So I know a lot of people have said, watch the waters. So you have to talk about the, watch, watch the, the Pacific Ocean, watch the Atlantic Ocean. And uh, this seems to, to kind of show that some that there's going to be a submarine or something's going to come up that's going to be there's some talk about a a uh, a, a, a rogue submarine submerged one of the movies all that type of stuff about Red October all that stuff this seems to be pushed pointing toward that the FISA court shall resurface yet again and come back into the equation for there have been bribes and petitions made recently to try to extend sticky webs to the sons and their spouses and those to be and so this is interesting so this is just all like they used the FISA court as you know on Carter page to basically put the net around all of Trump's and Trump's campaign so they could spy on Trump right and I believe this is talking about um them continuing to use bribes and petitions in the FISA court illegally again to do what? To use the DOJ to spy on Trump and now now moving all the way to the sons and the spouses. Um, they're trying to do everything to destroy that family. That is, that is obviously, so I think that's what that's pointing to. For I, the Lord thy God, am calling the worm from the dark hole, a large worm that is burrowed in the dark, a particular trip that connects to Saudi Arabia, the department deep within the Pentagon and justice. This chip shall surface that ties Saudi money and intelligence to the higher seats of the government, including a garland, says the Lord, and their right hand, says the Lord of hosts. Obviously, he's talking about Merrick Garland, who's the head of the DOJ right now, as attorney general. Um, but it's interesting that there's going to be linkage into Saudi money. right? And you know Saudi is... It's a huge wealthy company with the with all the oil there, and we would have had more oil and been even better off than them if Trump had remained president. But we purposely shut it all down because we want Saudi and their corruption in the deep state. That's why they're doing it, right? We as in the deep state. So this will be real interesting. Um, but it's the fact is it's 
everything's going to be exposed. That's what, some of what's happening in, in, the, in the corruption in Saudi Arabia and linkage to the Pentagon, which is really interesting as well, and the Justice Department. All is going to be exposed. So that'll be real interesting to see as that gets, uh, gets revealed. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, that trans that is migrated to the churches that wants to swim in the mainstream shall cause rants from such a spirit to become louder and outbreak disease in the church for opening such a door. They have opened that door willfully in the name of tolerance, says the Lord. You do not tolerate the sin. You purge it, says the Lord. All in capital letters, my son Yeshua loved humanity and he does not tolerate their sin. So this is a clear condemnation of churches that are accepting transgenders into their churches versus helping them learn truth and, and shed their sin. All right, clear, clear. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, the overturning of the tables in the temple, the sacrifices and indulgence that were so being sold before the eyes of the Passover lamb, the indulgence will stop, says the Lord of hosts, for they have indulged the sin, encouraged, cultivated in the name of love. So instead of telling this truth, they're, they're, they're twisting the word love and tolerance to basically um, accept all this. Love and enabling are very different roads. And the enemy has released a spirit of enabling. For enabling has a vine that wraps in bondage and insulates the sin. It puts it in an incubator where it gets comfortable and grows. Obviously talking about um, all, all, the, all the stuff with homosexuality and transgender movement. In this season, says the Lord, an event will occur that the trans migrated into such, for the pride has migrated, and the human did such, has gotten the ear of leadership, and an assault in the church that will occur under the umbrella of tolerance will be smeared in the open, an assault of a certain nature will occur. And the chain link of those in such churches who have locked arms will be broken. There shall be a very public breakdown, says the Lord. Woo! Big warnings to those churches that are making these wrong decisions. That instead of loving them and showing this in and helping people and loving them through it, um, you're now doing just the opposite by tolerating it and also enabling it. Pray for the first, my firstborn, Israel. Boy, did I see that there, right? Right after we left, they, they went into um, Jenin and, and um, had a huge operation from the military to weed out terrorism they've been building in there for, for many years. And uh, that was condemned, of course, by, by all, the, all the globalists, and, uh, including NATO. So it's really sad that the, the Israel has enemies from within itself with a Supreme Court that's massively liberal. They have uh, huge problems with uh, the continued enemies on all sides that actually want them killed not just removed from their land they want them dead and so they don't believe they have any right to live let alone live there right so and that palestinians weren't their original problem the problem really came from the fundamentalist um uh um islam from from obviously iran and now that now hezbollah that iran terrorist organization is now taking over Lebanon and they're there. So, and then you got uh, the others, uh, other other organizations as well. Um, 
They're going to fall, though, guys. I really believe that these are going to all be exposed. But it says, pray for my firstborn Israel. Pray for the Jewish people that their eyes would be opened more to their creator and the Passover lamb. Pray for the protection of the Jewish temples for a multi-city attack is being planned on such by a party being enticed with seducing indulgence and funds in order to cause a greater schism, says the Lord of hosts. Those claiming to do God's work while persecuting my people are under the influence of the spirit of Antichrist. For many have gone out over the course of time, says the Lord of hosts. I think pretty obviously there what's going on as their enemies are everywhere. They're in Egypt from the south and they're um, in every every single country that Jordan, um, all of all of Lebanon, they, they all ha they all are building tunnels to try to get underneath these walls and doing all kinds of crazy things to basically um, uh, ha kill those they hate. It's a it's a definitely hatreds in uh, all the, these Islam extremists, and you see it everywhere. It says a large scale attack in America and its brother Israel is being planned to occur in close proximity to the high holy days near the sound of the trump says the Lord. Pray for such to be uncovered, for these connected attacks are meant to cause devastation and distraction from the sewage cover that is being ripped off so it may pour out before the people. The stench shall worsen of such heinous crimes and deals made with sons of sheiks. It's back to Saudi Arabia there. Sons of the devil, sons of Egypt, looking to offend Pharaoh, says the Lord. For some of the bricks shall fall off, says the Lord. This was a big, huge, fulfilled prophecy that we just talked about, or, or unfolding prophecy. There shall be a breaking off of such as some realize the vendetta that lies underneath and will not partake of the shell to hide such corrupt dealings, says the Lord. Woo, a lot there. Um, there's definitely attacks being planned. 9-11 type style attacks. There's been a lot that have been thralted. Um, and they're going to continue to try to do these, right? And so um, with the high holy days are obviously coming up in September. We're going to be teaching on those, um, the, the set, the, the, the three high holy days that are coming up. And um, the, those are September, October time frame going into November. And um, it says near the sound of Trump. That's interesting. That just, to me, some of this is probably being planned around, um, I would guess, this, the Florida area. That's kind of what I'm thinking there. You guys let me know what you think that is talking about. Uh, but the, clearly we have the these uh, um, Muslim nations that are working with the current um, infiltration of the illegals as well as the globalists you know, that, that control our government to try to take out America. Um, but one of the things that's interesting is that India, as we heard Monday live on the show, 30 minutes right after this happened, Kirk Elliott was on the show talking about this because BRICS is the new currency they're trying to create and uh, gold-backed currency. But it, but it looks like there's a lot of corruption involved in this, and that's Brazil as well as the I is 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 uh, each one stands for a country, right? The I is India, and so um, what you have there, and yeah, you got you got to. China is the C, so you got the uh, Russia's the R. So it's a big, huge country is coming against the petrodollar, and uh, it'll be really interesting how that ends up. But the fact is that India said, "I'm not going to support the reserve currency. I want to focus on my ruble," and that really angered the CCP and a lot of China. And so now this whole BRICS thing 
is is just got a big rock that that Amanda, the only one I know of, that was predicting anything like that because there was nothing but good talked about bricks as far as their momentum. And now this just shows you the power of the Lord talking to us and telling us what's going on. What an amazing, cool thing to be able to see the Lord give us the news before the news, right? To see the Lord actually um, showing that his prophetic words are true, that we need to be listening to them. That's why, you know, I asked you to to subscribe and share these because there's not many many uh, programs that are talking about these. I know, just to let you know, Stacy from Flower Conservatives does a fantastic job too in a prophetic review on a weekly basis. Um, so um, that, that that I believe we need to spend more time listening to the prophets, listening to the Word of God, being in praise and prayer than we are looking at our intel and our social media so much, right? So this just that's very clear coming from the Lord right now. Thus says the Lord, I am the way, I am the way, not the other options, the fables that have been presented before you as delicate dainties, for they are deceit. The nation is entering a U-turn as there must be a going back and rectifying the wrongs and the broken places. For the one anointed to lead your nation will proclaim a public act of returning to the Lord, their God, Almighty God, Adonai, and proclaiming he is the way. There must be a proclamation, a proclamation, says the Lord, that will set the course for vindication for the indictments, accusations, illegal immigrations, and school infiltrations that have occurred. Woo! There's some insight from the Lord right there. Again, another reason why we want to be following the prophetic words and understanding them. Because here, this is clear. The first part of this, this needs to be taken down one sentence at a time, I think. Thus says the Lord, I am the way and I am the way twice. Not other options and tables that have been presented before you as delicate dainties for they are deceit. This is so true. This is what all these, there's tons of, tons of very popular channels out there that never say anything about God or the spiritual battle we're in. Yet they're giving all this intel out. And, and it's sucking people into it, thinking that the white hats can do this in the natural, for instance, and, or with the help of aliens or uh, some other galactic enterprises that are going to save us. No. The Lord God Almighty is going to save us, guys. He's asking for you to spend time with him. That's why I spent time on the show last night and the night before talking about the book that I read that's called, that's called, it's not meant to be a secret, God wants to speak to you, right? And so I went through my whole story there and you can see my blog where I'm updating that every few days to let you guys know what God's speaking to me, but he wants to speak to you. So you don't have to listen to what he's saying to me or to what Julie Green's saying or what Amanda Green's saying nearly as much once you get him talking to you directly, right? That's vital. That's vital for us. The nation is entering a U-turn and there must be a going back to the wrongs. I know that's talking, to me that's talking about the 2020 election, right? I believe what he's talking about and a lot more. But uh, for one, the, and so one, for the, the one anointed to lead your nation, that's Trump, will proclaim a public act of returning to the Lord their God, Almighty God. And Amanda keeps saying this, is that in order for us to accelerate moving this in the right direction completely, Trump needs to come and depend on the Lord. Even the previous prophetic words said he's getting he's going to get tired sitting there fighting all these legal battles, which he's got incredible talent to do and incredible talent on the team, and he knows how to fight these legal battles, but they're coming out with him with everything. 
He's going to need God and 100% dependence on God. And he's going to have to say it with a proclamation to us. And he's going to have to say, he is the way, as in the Lord is the way. We need to turn back to the Lord. Now, he talks about God a lot, but I think he's has got to go all the way to Adonai, right? Going all the way and literally talking about the, the, the risen Christ. Uh, that is the way, right? And when we say the way, you'll see that in the biblical text all through, uh, especially in Acts. And in fact, many Christians before were, were called the way many times, right? So he is the way. So Trump is going to need to push us in that direction. And why? Because look at what's happening. You're going to have all these, uh, you need to be vindicated for all these indictments, accusations. And, uh, and then, he, then in the bold, illegal immigrations and school infiltrations. All right? That's interesting um, that have occurred. So I'm not sure if you're talking about the school shootings there. You let me know what you think. I, would, uh, I think you know that almost every one of the shooters are on big pharma drugs for depression. Right, that's a Dr. Artist just talked about this. Um, every one of them, right? And um, I don't know if Dr. Artist knows this because we didn't get into that level of detail. But that's that's a they use these certain drugs to for the MK Ultra program. Right? That's all coming out. Um, a lot of a lot of people that have studied that understand what I'm talking about. The public proclamation before the assembly must be, says the Lord, in humility. And I, the Lord thy God, shall answer in a mighty way if such was done so we can pray for that right there that trump will make that step to be humble totally dependent on the god and come up with a public proclamation that he is the way i am set before you a choice choose this day whom you will serve for i the lord thy god am the righteous judge my rulings can overturn earthly ones and i the lord thy god shall turn such indictments upon the mob of donkeys and elephants and those munitiated uh, creatures mutated creatures the dragons the camels i shall turn the indictments upon them which shall mortally wound the nations connected for arrows shall be sent forth says the lord arrows of justice of judgment of uncovering of truth arrows of destruction to destroy the plans of the enemy arrows with a dual spear says the lord shall hit in two places in multiple departments and nations Woo! but what was the predecessor to that Trump coming out and publicly proclaiming he is the way. That's what we need to be praying for. Another thing to pray for. For thus says the Lord, the enemy has driven stakes into the soil of your nation in key areas that have the ability to be pivotal in turning your nation. He has driven a deep stake into the soil and hardness and hardens the soil around such to prevent it from easily being pulled out. However, says the Lord, there is an army of warring angels their assignment is on a scroll and they shall assist those i have anointed in breaking up the soil destroying the barrier and lifting those stakes out of the ground these stakes are connected to high places that will suffer some of the biggest strikes and collapses in history in this season for the claim to such has weakened and it is a preparation to come down Woo! But I ran out of time, so I got to get moving because I wanted to make sure I did the Bible teaching too. This is a pretty long prophetic word. 
Thus says the Lord, in this season, those who touch what is sacred to God shall be given their just portion for such blasphemy and defamation. I, the Lord, have warned. I have been merciful. However, they want to, de to defecate and what is holy on what is sacred, and their cup of iniquity shall be poured out in this season for the very founding soil of the nation the soil of the establishment of Israel is sacred to God. And says the Lord of hosts, an Arab spring in Europe shall, says the Lord. And I guess I'm going to just have to um, take a pause right here because this is this is a long prophetic word. Um, and I want to make sure we're, 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 we'll remember this, this this bold stuff is where we ended. And we'll pick this up and, and, and pick this apart. This is beautiful to be able to get these words and fun in order to do this stuff. I want to just kind of do um, a couple other quick things before I get into the Bible study. FTC opens probe to ChatGP, making it maker of OpenAI, which is really interesting because ChatGPT uh, is is a completely globalist trained chatbot. <laughs> so uh, it can do amazing things with the right information, but when it's when it's being fed garbage, which it is. Um, it gives you all garbage. You ask it any question that is political in nature, you get garbage globalist propaganda. And uh, so that's going to be interesting. Um, I think they're, they're looking at more safeguards about it because chat GPD could, could do some really dangerous things if given too much authority. Elon Musk launches his new company called XAI. So he's trying to take AI to the next level. He was calling this Truth AI before um, and now... Now we see a, an announcement about XAI. So truth was replaced with X. <laughs> so I don't know what that's all about. This could be good or bad news because we have multiple chatbots out there. Uh, if Elon Musk is is, uh, is is been turned, um, maybe we'll get an AI tool that can be used for good versus versus the bad that it's trying to be. Dems attempt to ram through new constitutional amendment with creative legal maneuver. And this is interesting where they're trying to take this equal rights amendment that did not get passed because it, uh, and they're trying to basically lie and say that it ha had enough states to do it. So basically um, it f fell short, it had seven year deadline for ratification um, in 1972, and it needed to rat be ratified by 1982 and it didn't, it didn't hit it, uh, hit that. Um, so they passed the ERA with a seven year deadline but it only had 35 states after 10 years, right? So it didn't quite make it. Falling short of the required three quarters of the states. Well, Democrats are basically trying to say, oh no, this this state did it, this state did it. And uh, and they're just doing it for political purposes to try to push their transgender environment, to push abortion, all that type of stuff. You'll see that in there as, as we get into that. Former ICE official to testify that Biden administration seeks to limit immigration enforcement um, so more of this, this is what Tom Holman was talking to us about. He, he actually is testifying also against Mayorkas. This is a criminal organization opening up the borders on purpose to destroy America. They can't have the new world order without America. That's becoming extremely obvious to more and more people, thank goodness. Alex Source, in his own words, so basically um, George Soros's son is, is becoming even more of a political actist. He's pissed off about Roe versus Wade being, he says it's one of the worst days in U.S. history. He talks about the Republican Party as the Confederacy. This guy is a psycho, and now he has $25 billion of his dad's that he's putting in all these social organizations. So, guys, we have to fight this until we win because they are not going to stop. Um, 
Here's even a CNN quote saying it's depressing that Republicans are questioning the FBI. So they've weaponized the FBI, but uh, you can see how out of touch um, these globalist organizations are. CNN carries Ray's water suggests Republicans imagined FBI targeting school board parents. So here's another thing, CNN, same thing. They're basically saying that, um, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a pipe. It's, it's not true that the FBI targeted school board parents. Even though we have emails, we have whistleblowers. Yes, they did. And so they're trying to shut us up. They're trying to shut up all the January 6th people. They're trying to shut up the parents that are fighting for the, the school boards. And um, we're not going to take it, guys. And we got to still continue to fight. Arizona's escalates probe into alleged efforts to swing election for Trump. So now we have the criminals that stole the election, just like you have the criminals at DOJ going after Trump. Here you have the criminal DOJ going after Carrie Lake and others that were involved in just trying to get to expose the election. So this is an ongoing battle, but this is showing their cornered rat fighting this. It's going to be exciting as we dig in to see how all this all this comes out. All right, so make sure you go to the um, neighborhood and uh, and join PCR. Um, this is where again, if you this is the Christian Patriot platform, love to have you here to really connect with other Christian Patriots. Um, and the groups area is where we have a bunch of Zoom active Zoom calls where you can meet outside the backstage. So kind of as a awesome place to not be isolated and be involved here um, the last thing the person that uh, obviously as you know is a big supporter of the show is Kirk Elliott he's got a new I'll be posting up his new weekly update of uh, some new things happening with the banks guys it's just crazy what's going on there and the, the the international banking system if you go to the link down below you can get a free consultation with Kurt call 720-605-3900 that's 720-605-3900. Get your free consultation with Kurt to make sure you're protecting yourself from that investment. I want to get to a Bible study on, on Revelation 2. This is the churches. And um, I'll tell you what, the this is this is this is awesome. We went through the book of Daniel and all 12 chapters of that uh, lately over the last couple of months. Now we're moving into the 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 Revelation and pulling the other scriptures together to see what God's really teaching us. It's important to understand what times we are in at this point in time, right? And uh, what I mean by that is what's the true timeline versus what all these all these people are teaching. And I want to parallel this with um, the, I, I want to give you a personal experience It's just honest, right? When I first started learning the Bible and I'd learn something and I would really study it and I'd come out with a with an opinion and then I'd hear other people talking about different opinions I would almost label them as a heretic that they didn't know what they were talking about and I knew what I was talking about and then I then two months three months later I'd learn a little bit more and I'd realize that one of those opinions were correct and I would change my opinion and then everybody else that had the old opinions were heretics right and and so we we've got to be careful right obviously for the big things like the right God the right Jesus and the right gospel we want to be, have very definite beliefs there and be and, and, and make sure that we are not moving away from those concepts. But when it comes to all these other things that aren't really vital to salvation, we've got to be careful and open up and let people have different opinions. That's healthy as people think for themselves. So I'll be talking about a lot of different opinions and what other people think what these things say because there's not a lot of agreement on these. And I think God does that on purpose. Right, so I went over chapter one actually 
um, on Monday. So it's, usually I'm doing the teachings on Monday, Thursday, and Sunday, all right, if you want to follow along. So I'll be going over chapter three, or maybe the back end of chapter two now that we're starting this so late. Um, four, um, we'll be doing that um, again, um, chapter three on Sunday, right? So again, on the, at the Word and Worship on Sunday. And then Monday and Thursday, right before praise and prayer, is when I like to teach. Okay, so here's Revelation 2, the church of Ephesus. Ephesus says that, that to the angel of the church in Ephesus, write the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance, and how you cannot bear with those who are evil, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not and found them to be false. So I'm just going to take those first couple verses there. A lot could unpack there too. Um, but heck, this is talking about Jesus, obviously. He's talking to the churches. He holds the seven stars. Seven is a number for completion. But you're going to see that we, there's a lot of sevens in Revelation. Um, and so you're, you're going to be um, he's seeing the seven stars that you're talking about here. You also have the seven golden lampstands. Later, it's going to tell us the seven golden lampstands are the seven churches that we're going to be talking about. And I believe those seven, uh, these, these messages for the seven churches, there's more than seven at this point in time when he's, John is writing this letter. But it's, it's used as an example. Here's a complete map for what could go wrong in your church or and that you need to be careful of. This is an example I believe that he's talking to us about. So that this is Jesus giving his, uh, you know, as, as this person that holds the, the these, these uh, he's the leader of the church, right? He's the head. The church is not necessarily a building at all. It's the believers in these cities that he's talking to, right? And, and the church of Christ is us as believers, right? He's the head. So number, verse two um, talks about, uh, hey, Ephesus, you're doing a great job on, on certain things, right? You're, you're, your, we, I know your works, your toil, and, you, and that you did not bear with these apostles that were false apostles. And this begs a very important point I wanted to make right now. There's false churches out there that say that they're the only ones that have 12. This clearly shows, because we had 12 apostles, right, before this, and that there, that there are other apostles outside the 12, but that the word apostle was going to continue. There's going to be new apostles. And the gifts, of, if you look at the gifts of the Spirit, and the, uh, you'll, you'll see also some are apostles, some are prophets, some are, so, so, so it looked like apostles were going to be just as, um, just as abundant, if you will, as prophets, right? And so uh, some, some will be teachers, et cetera, et cetera. So many, many, um, there's arguments about this, and so there's different perspectives, right? So I'm going to give you a couple of them, right? One, one perspective is that, is that, the apostles were only those 12 apostles or people that saw Jesus and were chosen. And those are the only apostles and there should be no apostles going forward ever. That's what most evangelical churches teach. And I think it's a shame because I don't think that's exactly, that's what the gifts of the spirit clearly show that's not the case. Okay. Second, um, um, there, there's false churches that say, I um, have a prophet at the top and, and 12 apostles and I'm the only true church. That's a completely false doctrine, according to this right here, according to the fact that it says first comes uh, prophet, then apostles, right? <laughs> so prophets aren't at the top of apostles. It's the opposite. I mean, uh, apostles come first, then, then the apostles. Uh, so that 
you probably know what church I'm talking about, but that, that church is a false church in a hundred different ways I could talk about. But the whole point is they tested, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not, and are found them to be false. So they were testing to see if somebody was an apostle or not, which means there could be some true apostles in the future, right? That's why I just want to make sure you understand that when we talk about the fivefold ministries, that's not a false teaching. That is just what the Bible clearly teaches, that there's going to be apostles, prophets, teachers, uh, etc., right? So verse 3 says, I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake, and you have not grown weary, but I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Yet this you have. You hate the works of the Nicolaitans, uh, which I also hate. And the Nicolaitans, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. All right, so again, I want to go back to another graphic. I think you guys like graphics, right? Here's the seven churches. It was, they were all, the island of Patmos right here is where uh, the apostle John, or, or John was, right? Who was writing the book of John and the book of Revelation. And it, they think this is about 80, 90, somewhere in mid 90s. Um, where he was writing this, John received his vision and wrote the revelation while in the exile on the island as a prisoner there, right? But the seven churches were all here in Asia. So Israel's all the way down here, right? So it's kind of interesting. If you look at a current map, you'll see, I think I have it right here. It's all in modern day Turkey. So you have Greece up here to the top here, right? And this is looking at uh, modern day Turkey. You'll see Smyrna, Ephesus, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea, all seven churches are pretty close together in um, this area that, that was that is modern-day Turkey, not even in Israel or anything like that. So that's kind of interesting that these he chose these seven churches where Paul planted these churches, right? And John's talking to them, and he's teaching us lessons out of all seven of these churches. And this is a great chart I think you'll really enjoy, so make sure you sign up for show notes so you can go get this and look at it. But it just talks about each of the seven churches and... Uh, you know, kind of what period were they were they, were they um, operating, and also um, what the meaning of the name is. But what I love about this is talks about how, how did Christ describe Himself to each of the churches. It's really cool. So He starts out with a, describing Himself, and He talks about what He knows, what He's praising about that church, what He's rebuking about that church, what He's counseling church, what He's warning the church about, and what He's promising those people who overcome. So it's a beautiful way you can just go sideways. It's just if you want to understand who Christ is better, you just he holds seven stars and walks among the candlesticks. We just talked about that. And then all these other churches. He's the first and last that died and came to life. He has a sharp two-edged sword with two edges, right? He has a sharp sword with two edges. Um, son of God, flaming eyes, bronze feet, has seven spirits of God and the seven stars. Holy and true, key of of David opens and shuts. Uh, amen, true. He's the amen, the true witness, the beginning of creation. 
So just really cool, as we study these seven, we'll get into this, the, the first four in chapter two here, but there's so much information here, it's beautiful to kind of go back and summarize it. This, this chart does a great job. You can get it in the show notes. We'll talk a little bit about it as we go. But that is uh, what we read through here, yet uh, what, what he has against this church. Yet this you have, you hate the work of the, the Nicolaitans, right? He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is the paradise of God. So we talk about that tree of life all the way back in Genesis. Here we are in the last book of the Bible in Revelation, and it's back to the tree of life. And when you see the new heaven and new earth, um, you are going to see um, the tree of life in there. It's going to be beautiful. That is fed with living waters. And, uh, and that is going to be an exciting time for us. Now, the church of Smyrna, and to the angel of the church of Smyrna, right? I'm going to put on some background music here. Let me know if that's bugging you guys too much. But I'd love doing that as we get into the praise and prayer time now. So we're going to have some music going. And to the angel of the church of Smyrna, the words of the first and last who died and came to life, I know your tribulation and your poverty, but you are rich and the slander of those who say that they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Woo! Got to unpack those right there. And so, again, Christ describes himself, the words of the first and the last who died and came to life. Obviously, Jesus is talking to these churches right now. What a huge privilege. But remember, you can do that too. That's what we talked about. That's why that book about God wants to talk to you. <laughs> it's not meant to be a secret by Nathan French. Um, but this is, this is a privilege to have Christ giving a warning to these churches and helping them know what they're doing well. And so he knows that they're in tribulation. If you go look at this, uh, there's a... A, a lot of martyrs came out of the Church of Smyrna after this was written. So yeah, they they were under great tribulation and slander. They were lying about them. And uh, this comes out down to a, a very misquoted verse a lot of times where it talks about um, Jews are that they people that are claiming they're Jews are not, but are synagogues of Satan. And you have all these people talking about the Kazarian Jews in a, a very inappropriate fashion, I believe and are basically saying all Jews are synagogue of Satan, which is that's just not true at all, right? Um, but we do know some certain things, and so I wanted to dig into just a few more scriptures here. Here's a, listen, my brothers. This is James 2.5. Has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he has promised to those who love him? So I just wanted to encourage you, because you know when you're poor, God may be using that on purpose to do amazing things through you, right? Just like these, just church in Smyrna, right? James 2, 5, truly showing that many people who are poor in the world are rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom that is promised you to love him. So if you love him and you're poor, you are rich in faith. I just love that promise right there. And um, that's the whole thing about the poverty, but you are rich. And then if you get into the other scriptures here that are related to this, here you got John 8. And we talked about this in our Friday night praise, uh, word and worship that Gus and I are doing in just, just a while ago. But look at this highlighted part. If you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works of Abraham. The works of Abraham didn't, but now you seek to kill me, right? He's basically telling to all these Jewish people that, yeah, if you're not doing the works of the Father, you're trying to kill the Messiah, yeah, you're probably going in the wrong direction here. Why you do not understand what I say is because you cannot 
bear to hear my words because your father's a devil. Basically, yes, there's definitely a bunch of Jewish people that are that are going to basically attack Christians, attack Jesus, and they are become the synagogue of Satan. That's what I believe this is talking about here in in chapter two of Revelation. All right? Remember, it's Revelation. It's one revelation, and uh, it's real important to understand this book. And again, it says that we will have blessings if we read this aloud, and we're doing that right now. If you listen to it and do what it says, you will be blessed. That's what chapter 1 said, if you miss it on Monday. Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested. For ten days you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. Woo! So I'm going to blow up a little bit on this crown of life. That's kind of exciting. Um, here, here's in 1 Corinthians 9.25. It says, Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath. But we an imperishable. So this is talking about this, this crown. This imperishable crown, right? Um, if you look at the, another verse here in 2 Timothy 4.8, it talks about, I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness. So what we're doing here, guys, is, 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 is beautiful and something that you can look forward to as you just love Jesus, you follow Jesus. No matter if you get martyred, no matter if God uses you until you're 90 years old, no matter, you will get a crown of righteousness. You will get an imperishable crown or wreath, right? And just like this says, uh, be faithful unto death and I will give you the crown of life. So we can celebrate what's going to happen here as uh, we look again at this chart here that I was showing you and these different um, promises to the overcomer. Just be an overcomer because it just talked about we get to eat from the true of the tree of life in the, in the church of Ephesus we learned, right? And we get the crown of life and we just talked about with Smyrna. How beautiful. Now let's get into these other things we're going to learn right now that when we get into Pergamos, we're going to learn that you can eat hidden manna with Christ. Get a white stone with a new name. What's that all about? We'll talk about that. We'll also get into um, in the, the Thyatira. What, what is the promise of the overcomer? A rod to rule the nations and get the morning star. So, so there's tons of promises in this book um, that I think you will love as we study through this entire book. And it says, And to the angel of the church of Pergamon, write the words of him who has the sharp two-edged sword. Remember that, the two-edged sword, all for all right from um, Hebrews, all over the places where, God, where, where Jesus' words um, penetrate all the way to the soul. It can judge things. Uh, it is the word of God. In verse 13, I know where you dwell, where Satan's throne is, yet you hold fast my name and you did not deny my faith. Even the days of Antipas, my faithful witness who was killed among you where Satan dwells. But I have a few things against you. So again, the good news is that we have a little bit of good news here for Pergamon. And it's interesting to go look at the chart of the different um, churches about who got rebuked and who didn't. Um, there's two churches that Smyrna didn't get rebuked. I don't know if you noticed that, right? And neither is Philadelphia, the brotherly love city, right? And But um, they almost everybody got corrected. Um, almost everybody got praised. 
right? Except for Laodicea, got no praise. <laughs> so it's interesting to look at these different churches. And again, these are all the way the body of Christ can fail. Not having your first love like Ephesians, right? Um, that was the rebuke. You abandoned your first love. And now we're seeing um, that they, that there's a there's um, some things wrong with 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 um, Pergamus here. But at least they did. They 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 held fast. They dwell they dwell in this horrible city, but they still hold fast and did not deny their faith. So that's just a beautiful thing about Pergamus. But now, what does he have against them? You have some there who hold on to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel, so that they might eat food, sacrifice to idols, and practice sexual immorality. So this is the two things that obviously they really wanted to make sure everybody was not doing, um, eating food, sacrifice to idols, and practicing sexual immorality, because that is these pagan practices. So also you have some who hold the teaching of Nicolaitans. Therefore repent. If not, I will come to you soon and war against them with my with the sword of my mouth. Woo! And this is power of his word. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone and a new name written on the stone that no one knows except the one who receives it. So there's some interesting things about the, the, the church of Pergamon. Um, we could go into quite a few things here, but I wanted to kind of grab this too. Um, see this right here? This is the this is this uh, this snake here and some of these coins. I believe this this is a, a god with a snake here. Kind of going back to the whole big pharma thing. It comes all back to some of these gods that these um, that these these churches were living in those those pagan areas, right? And Pergamus's height or elevation, as you can see here. And so you had um, just a, a lot of of idol god. Uh, fake uh, false god worship here and they were having to fight against that on a on a regular basis so they they didn't they had some hard things they were dealing with no question about it and we know uh, we'll come back to the psalms too i want to see here and this is the thousand years we'll get back into that in a second um, so, so there's a, there are some things that are kind of a little confusing to some people and different interpretations i have a whole article on here that talks about and that you find in the show notes that talks about why is God going to give us a white stone with a new name? And there's all kinds of um, different interpretations that people have here. Uh, I, and I do agree with this article and the reason I put it here. It says the best theory out of all these other theories, there's like five of them, right? Regarding the meaning of the white stone probably has to do with an ancient Roman custom of awarding white stones to the victors of athletic games. The winner of the contest was awarded a white stone and with his name inscribed on it, this served as his ticket to a special awards banquet. According to this view, Jesus promised the overcomers entrance to the eternal victory celebration in heaven. Isn't that cool? The new name most likely refers to the Holy Spirit's work of conforming believers to the holiness of Christ. Basically, you were born again, right? So, so that those two things put together is most likely what it's talking about. You can go see in the show notes every other thing what they're talking about uh, with a new name and uh, on a stone now some of the cults a, a a false church will say i know what that means um and they will try to run away with passages like this when no we need to understand there's multiple 
potential interpretations here. The main point's pretty obvious though, right? He, he's, he loves us. If we conquer him, we're gonna get all these huge benefits that are in this chart, right? We're gonna eat from the tree of life. We're gonna, we're gonna get a crown of life. We're gonna eat hidden manna with him, <laughs> right? The word of God, this living word of God that's gonna become as a bread of life that we talked about in John in that teaching. And we're gonna get this white stone with a new name, something to do obviously with our, our, our acceptance into heaven and our, as, as a new creation in Christ. So I think those, those are the, some of the main takeaways we can get here. The last church we'll get to before we wrap up this teaching today and move into praise and prayer with a new song, the new, I guess it's obviously a very popular song, but with a new worship video with lyrics and scripture attached. That's gonna be here in just a second. So let's go through Thyatira. And to the angel of the church of Thyatira write, the words of the son of God who has eyes like a flame of fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze. Ooh, got to stop right there because uh, this is kind of goes back. If you go back and look at this, and I, I, I did this earlier when I was talking about all the way Jesus is described and going back to the book of Daniel and others. This is obviously just another awesome look at Jesus who who uh, has uh, burning eyes like a like a uh, the eyes eyes can see everything right. It's like a flame of fire and burnished bronze where his feet's going to be able to crush everything when he is allowed to. Verse 19, I know your works. And this is again talking to the church of Thyatira. And it says, you love and, and faith and service and, and patient endurance and that your latter works exceeds the first. Woo! What a great work for a church. Huh? Or for, just think of you as an individual. That if God, if you think if God was telling you this, I know your works, your love and faith and service and patient endurance and that your latter works exceed the first. Just the opposite of Ephesus where they had lost their first love, right? Just think about the first time you came to Christ and you just, you're so excited about being a Christian and you just love the Lord, right? You don't want that to water down. And so this is the way we should be. We should be growing and loving him more as we learn more about him. This is what the church of Thyatira was doing so well. Unfortunately, but I have this against you, <laughs> that you tolerate the woman Jezebel, who called herself a prophetess in his teaching and seducing my servants to practice sexual immorality and to eat food sacrificed to idols. Same problem as the Nicolaitans, right? I have I gave her time to repent, but she refuses to repent of her sexual immorality. Behold, I will throw her to the sick bed and those who commit adultery with her. I will throw into a great tribulation unless they repent of her works and I will strike her children dead. And all the churches will know that I am he who searches minds and heart and I will give to each of you according to your works. Woo, big warning from, from the Lord right there. Right, clearly correcting. He does not want sexual immorality. He does not want idol worshiping uh, foods. Um, but to the rest of you in Thyatira who do not hold this teaching, who have not learned what some call the deep things of Satan, to you I say, I do not lay on you any other burden. His burden's light. I tell us that all the time, right? Only hold fast to what you have until I come. The one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end. To him I will give authority over the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. And when earthen pot are broken, as when an earthen pots are broken in pieces, even as I myself have received authority from my Father. This really mimics Psalm 2, right? Which uh, I talked about quite a bit here. 
Ask at me, and I will make the nations your heritage, and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with an, a rod of iron, and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Very close wording to here on, uh, on uh, uh, Psalm 2 into chapter 2 of Revelation. Interesting, both chapter 2s of those books, right? And I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So that finishes up chapter 2. You'll see a couple things there is that um, this does point to Psalm 2 pretty closely there. Uh, as you know, as I'm teaching, I think Psalm 2 applies, is going to apply not just to the second coming, but just to our great exodus and our great um, awakening and to the great harvest before the tribulation and the second coming. Now, and we'll be talking about the timing of all this as we go, but I do want to let you know that this pointing to Psalm 2 um, does give evidence that, is, that, that that could be pointing to the second coming, not not before the tribulation. That's why I'd love to just let you guys think for yourself. Go study this yourself. Tell me what you think. But uh, there's m multiple reasons this, this book is going to be pointing to exactly what the prophets are saying, that the enemy has rushed their timeline, and God has denied their timeline, and we're going to be going into the great, um, you know, what Trump calls the best is yet to come, what uh, uh, the second exodus, Timothy calls it, Julie calls it the, the great exodus, and that is going to bring us into this great revival slash harvest that is before all those events, I believe. Um, but again, it's good to always be ready for the second coming. It's good to also understand what others are teaching. So I hope you appreciate that as I go through these teachings as we go to chapter three on Sunday. Um, let's dig in to some new music. How about that? We have, uh, again, a new, cup, a new song that I'll play in a second. I'm going to start. Uh, no, maybe I'll go to the new song right away. So now I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play, I'm, I'm gonna do it second just so more people get in that want to come in and worship with me. So we're gonna start out with um, uh, the very first song we ever did actually, and then we're gonna go to the very newest song. Okay, this is Mighty to Save, the very first song we ever did, uh, where we took a beautiful song and we tied it to scripture, and uh, then we put some beautiful uh, video together with it. So I invite you to come and worship with me right now if you're back if you're not backstage and there's a lot of people on Rumble right now, a lot of people on Facebook. You could do that easily by just going to blessedteach.com and you could be backstage by hitting the backstage tab in a couple minutes. It's that easy to set up and it's all a pay forward model, so it's absolutely free. And you don't have to put credit card information, there's nothing there. You just basically go and create your account, come backstage into the Zoom with us, and you can praise with us. It would be a huge privilege. But let's uh, dig into this. It says, My God is mighty to save. Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord your God is in the midst, a mighty one who will save. He rose and conquered the grave. Right in 1 Corinthians 15, Christ died for the sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day. What I love about this, this does not stop there. It says, And he appeared to Peter, Cephas, then to the twelve, then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time. Most of them are still alive <laughs> at the time this was, that was written. 500. Shine your light and let the whole world see. This is what we're supposed to be doing, guys. Matthew 5, 4 through 16 is you are the light of the world. A city set in a hill cannot be hidden. Let your lights shine before others. Yes, this man conquered the grave for us individually. 
So why don't we just shine our lights? Let the whole world see. He's mighty to say.
we're gonna get into our newest song now. Um, again, this is Amazing Grace. Um, my chains are gone, but uh, brand new video and scripture attached to it. Amazing Grace, I once was lost, a wrench blind now found, and I can see. Ephesians 2, 1 through 2 says, And you were dead in trespasses, sins in which you once walked. John 1, 14 says, We have seen his glory, glory as of his only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, before that, that's a word that became flesh. Second lyric we focus on here is the hour I first believed. By grace my fears relieved. Psalm 34, 4, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Isn't that beautiful? Right out of there. The third lyric here says, God, my Savior, ransomed me, been set free, and like a flood, his mercy reigns with an unending love. Points to a couple of scriptures beautifully. 1 Peter 1.18 and 19 says, Knowing that you were ransomed from your futile ways with the precious blood of Christ. And then the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Lamentations 3, 22-33. His wor- And then the last part is, His words my hope secures. He will be my shield as long as life endures. He promised good to me. Every word of God proves true. He's a shield to those who take refuge in Him. Proverbs 30, 45. Let's worship to this new music video. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Was grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear—the hour I first chains are gone I've been set free my God my Savior has ransomed me and like a flood His mercy reigns unending love amazing grace As life endures, my 
dissolve like snow. The sun forbear to shine, but God, who called me here below, will be forever mine. Will be forever. our new music video oh, wow amazing grace change had been now we're deep in worship here we do one more song and then we're going to move to praise reports if you have any praise reports just type them in facebook or rumble or come backstage with us if anybody wants to share a testimony or just do a praise love to do that this song is about i just want you nothing else but jesus nothing else will do there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. We love him because he first loved us. 1 John 4, 18 and 19. Matthew 6, 24 says that Jesus said, If anyone would come after me, let them deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. The song also talks about, I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. And his saints are in your hand. They sit down at your feet. And rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Philippians 3.3. 3. And this uh, third verse we emphasize, it says, Jesus, you don't owe me anything. I just want you. Romans 3.23 is why we need him. It says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Deuteronomy 6.5, one of the most famous verses in the entire Bible, says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Let's do that now as we just sing about Him. The most important, nothing else so which matters. I'm caught up in your presence I just want to sit here at your feet I'm caught up in this holy moment I never want to leave Oh, I'm not here for blessings Jesus, you don't owe me anything I'm sorry 
songs just get me another beautiful few songs coming up as well um, but let's uh, move to some testimonies or some um, praise reports I think Katie the driving the truck has a has a has something she wants to share go ahead Katie I have a couple of things that I wanted to share um, okay. awesome. first of all a lot of you may have if you're in Missouri area you may have seen a news article about the two teens that were in a car accident and the car hit the guardrail and then bounced off the guardrail on the side of the road and flipped over and landed on its top on the cement um, barrier between the two sides of the highways and it totally smashed in the top of the car all the way down below where the seats you know the back of the seats and the two teens that were in that car, one of them was my really close friend's son. Wow. And um, the ambulance came. Well, after the top of the car was smashed in and they, they had on their seatbelts, so, you know, they couldn't get out of their seats. But for some reason, when the top of the car smashed in, it didn't crush their heads. And they got out of the car by the time the police came and they were life flighted to the hospital that was a hundred miles away from where they were. And when they got to the hospital, my friend's son needed 10 stitches in his arm and it didn't cut any arteries. It didn't break any bones. It didn't cut any nerves or tendons. It was just 10 stitches in the fleshy part of his arm. And his friend that was driving had a minor concussion and a scratch on his nose. And even though I don't know where their heads were with the top of the car smashed in, wow. but it didn't get their heads, even though it smashed in below where their headline was. And I just want to praise God for sending his angels to protect those two boys. Yes. <laughs> in a time that we didn't even need, know we needed it. Mm -hmm. God protected them. Awesome. It was, yeah. And the other thing is, um, yesterday, um, I went to see The Sound of Freedom. Mm -hmm. And um, that movie is when every single person should go see. If you can't afford it, go get the free tickets on Angel Studios and go see it. I have been awake to this reality for a long time about the child trafficking but that movie completely changed my life and the way that I look at the situation and um, the story that of uh, the way that they told that story I noticed um, 
when I was in the theater, I wasn't the only one in there in tears. Um, you know, my husband was in tears and the other men and the other women in that theater were all in tears because of the impact that it had. And it was, it was just so beautifully done. And I'm just really glad that I got to go see it and that, um, you know, I just want to encourage everyone else to go see it also. Yes. So that's my praise for today. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I get to make sure you get to the theater because it's meant to be seen on the big screen and it supports supports this movement. Um, Terry, go ahead. Thank you, Kate, Katie. How beautiful. To see. Well, I actually have a couple things. One of, one of the things I want to start off with is that um, it's just a praise for this ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, more and more you're hearing like even Julie Green, David Scarlett, and all of these people are talking about the child trafficking and for months this ministry has been praying for these children for their complete restoration and i just feel in my soul that god has blessed this ministry and the little one's prophecies um he he took this ministry and he said this is what you're gonna do and before anybody else was doing it rick your ministry was praying for these children so that's number one praise report um it just it hit my heart today because i was listening um to dave scarlett and julie green and they were talking about it and i thought you know we've been doing this for months and that's directly because of the little one's words and because of you rick so that's number one praise number two praise um well actually i want to say that i've missed being with you all um i had my grandson i hadn't had him for like seven months he hadn't come to stay with me and the praise report is that he's a little eight-year-old kid he is reading the real bible not a story bible for children he's reading the real bible (laughs) wow and I've forgotten what book he told me that he was on, but we had some of the most profound discussions <laughs> on things that he's learning in the Bible. And he talked about, you know, he'll be in third grade this year and how every year kids have gotten meaner at school. <laughs> so I talked to him about um, God's armor and I showed him the little printout that Pam had put on um our backstage and we went over that and I told him I said you know all you have to do is hold that shield of faith up and anybody who's mean to you I said God's gonna deflect that and I said that gives you time to go think about things and then when you're calmed down because you know you've been protected you can turn around and pray for the person that's mean and I just I am so filled with blessings you know, that an eight-year-old child could be, God's got wonderful plans for him. I, I just yeah. know it. I feel it awesome. in my spirit. I know it. So those are my praise reports. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Kate. If I can uh, do a praise report, I want to introduce you to my friend, Diane. The one I told you about, they got hit by the bus for one thing. She wants to tell you her story. Oh, um, wow. God's performed a lot of miracles on me from being run over by the bus. <sighs> but um, not only that, but my whole life's kind of like in 
It's just been his testimony. Um, he's for a miracle, sorrow after sorrow, but miracle after miracle. And um, when I was a kid, I was severely neglected and abused by my parents. I was 10, like Dave told you, I was run over by the school bus. Wow. Um, right afterwards, I was raped. And then I, um, my parents gave me up. I had five friends die. And almost by the time I was 10 to 15, all this happened. But every single, I, I have the gift. Of, and that's what I believe has saved me because it was knowing God was there for me. Mm -hmm. Just. Um, He's always there, isn't he? When I was, mm -hmm. when I was 17, um, I had a baby. I was told that I had to have a medical abortion. And, um, <clears throat> and because she was gonna, gonna come up with something wrong with her. And I got on my knees every single night. I told him, you're not God. And you don't know. And I got on my knees every single night and I prayed. And she was born three months early, but she's the most beautiful. She's my baby. That's awesome. And then eight months later, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I was in a car accident and the seatbelt cut in my neck and severed my carotid artery. Mm -hmm. And um, it caused me to have multiple massive strokes and they gave me 52 hours to live. And I was in a coma for two weeks. Whoa. And when I came out of the coma, they told me that I would never walk, talk or normal again because half my brain brain was gone and um, um, I walked in six months with God's help it was all God not me wow. and then when I was 24 my fiance died and but ever since when my fiance died it showed me everything that because people were coming up to me and saying you're you can tell you're crying and sobbing but you're glowing with peace. Mm -hmm. So it showed me that he, that God is using my own sorrow for everything. And that, um, that he can put me through any himself. And I just want to praise him for it. I just felt like I should tell you my testimony. Wow, thank you so much for that. And if I can ask for a, a prayer for her, is she's trying to get additional uh, time for help at home. As you can tell, she's got a lot going on. This is I the one that the Lord put uh, on okay. me well, to I'm help gonna... uh, take care of her as far as, you know, cleaning the house, minor things. She's very sufficient. It's just she needs a little extra support. Mm -hmm. And awesome. so this is who the Lord. And there's one other thing was, before I became her age, she ended up getting real sick. I had met her in church, and in I I ended up getting her to the hospital. I was visiting her in the hospital, whereas even her husband wasn't showing up like he should. So. The Lord's always put on my heart to be 
a caring giving person. And I just wanted you to meet Diane. I got hired. This is the one I will be taking care of. No, no, no. Don't say. Not taking care of. You do not say. It is. Uh, <laughs> right terminology. Actually, it is a support <laughs> position. Uh-huh. They, they say caregiver there, but it's actual support. No, it's not caregiver. You no, I said at the office, they say. Sure. Um, so I was actually so dependent on myself and strong after I came back from everything, after God gave me the strength to come back from everything, that um, I actually ended up hurting myself because of it. Mm-hmm. And um, and now I'm suffering because of overexertion. Ah. So um, and last last week I've known him since 2017, 2018, mm-hmm. and um, he's been there for me a long time. But then all of a sudden God brought it to my heart. At the same exact time, He brought him to His heart that He's going to start working with me. And then the very next week, last Sunday, He actually ended up taking me to urgent care because I was so sick. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I'm seeing all these things, you know. Line up. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the Lord's Lord. lining his body up. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted her to see that there's other Christian believers. She's always been my father. Mm-hmm. That That's what got her through everything, our Heavenly Father. Yep. And so, I just wanted to share that. And if we, somebody could please uh, pray for her to get the extra hours. I will be a direct support professional. Mm-hmm. That's the title. Thank you. You're not a caregiver. Direct support professional. I love it. You got it. You got it down. I love Monday. the title too. You're getting trained online live. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love and it. And okay, good. Still be able to spend my time with you guys here. That, that sounds great. Okay. It's a win-win situation. That sounds that sounds awesome. So, uh, I, I just didn't know. I know um, we have a lot going on right now, but let, let, let's uh, lift her. I'll lift her up right now, just real quickly, and then we might get a more detailed prayer later. Um, but because I want Diane Maginal. Now I want to. Maginal. Now right. I just lift up Diane right now, Lord. You know exactly who she is, and I lift up Dave as well, Lord. I just thank you for um, your divine appointment at this point in time to get them both healthy. Um, I ask for financial provision uh, for um, them and uh, allow them to uh, be able to just serve you like never before. Or thank you for the testimony, Diane, being so uh, um, bold about seeing the peace that transcends all understanding that we learn about in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, that even with her, even after horrible events happening in her life, people could see the glowing peace, Lord. We pray for that for everyone. And we use the authority and power of the name above all names um, to call this global cabal down that's trying to suppress us and make us all sick. Lord, we call in health of the remnant, health eventually uh, as, as, as these medical cartel falls and the truth of natural medicine, the truth of what true health is all about comes to fruition, Lord. We present all these requests to you in the mighty name of Jesus. And uh, with that, I know there's several other people that want to share, but I did want to get it to another couple songs first to just to kind of keep the flow going on the music. And we're going to come back. There's several other people wanting to give testimonies. If you want to give yours, your testimony, or you want to um, share with a, a praise report, let us know. I would just love to have that. 
Um, this song is just another beautiful song about the Holy Spirit that's within us, right? It's the Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come and flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Hopefully you're feeling that right now. If you just put everything away and you're listening to this broadcast, you're just gonna get blessed by this Holy Spirit where there's presence here. Revelation 22:17 says, the spirit and the bride say, come. And let the one who hears say, come. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. Philippians 3.8 says, Indeed, I count everything a loss as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. And nothing can compare. You're our living hope. Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29.11 And here it says, your presence, Lord, right out of Psalm 51. You do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Remember, it's in your inner man. It says, I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of love, right out of Psalms 34. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Worship with me to this beautiful song called Holy Spirit. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone your presence
to be overcome by your presence, Lord. Beautiful song. I wanted to keep some music going here, but I wanted to just uh, know that Chris wanted to pray for Dave and Diane, so I want to open that up to Chris if you are available, and then uh, go to Elizabeth for her praise report. Yeah, um, hey Dave. Can you hear me? I think he's off camera right now. Okay. I was just wondering if he's got a certification done yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and what is her name? I think it was Diane. Diane, okay. okay. So, um, Father, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, I ask that you would go ahead of Dave and his request for certification that he can assist Diane in her everyday living. Father, we ask that a hedge of protection and a wall of fire be put around him as he's going through the process. We pray that there would be a smooth transition for him to get his certification. And Lord, I just ask that you would open up the door for the income to come that in the state that he is in, Father, we ask for a hedge of protection around the income from the government that'll come through the DSP board. Lord, we ask that he would be able to fulfill all the requirements and that he would be a wonderful caregiver for Diane and that he would be able to help her and encourage her and assist her in everything that she needs to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, thank you so much, Chris and uh, Elizabeth. Hey, good day, guys. Um, yeah, look, I've been a crazy horse lady um, pretty much most of my life. When I was young, horses were my escape. I used to get bullied a lot, and I worked at a riding school where this other lady bullied me too. <laughs> I don't know, I've learned so much the hard way, but the good way, I guess, is really helped. You know, I got my first horse when I was 32, and she was a bit of a wreck, and I kind of saved her, and she was crazy as, but I, again, I learned so much from her. Um, God really ministered to me in many things, and, um, but my family's never really been interested, um, my daughter and my son. My daughter has a horse, she's not interested, but my little granddaughter, Lily, she's only eight. Um, and uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, can you get, just get a little closer to the speaker? Thing. Oh, thing. sorry yeah she's always um she's always loved horses and the other day she they came over because i live about 40 minutes away and the other day she came over and um i'm doing clicker training with them i've done so many things but this seems to be a really good way i've got some special horses and they're a bit uh fearful and um yeah she she spent a couple of hours really listening and yes, they had such a connection with her. It really melted my heart because she's she's just a natural, you know. She's just um, just a real answer to prayer because that's what kept me going. It was like, oh, do I still keep going? God, this is so hard trying to get people up here and interested. It's very different in my day. I just tried and uh, worked with horses and rode everybody else's, but uh -huh. kids don't seem to be up here. And yeah, it was just amazing to watch her got some beautiful pictures and 
I just really feel God's using her. She comes out with some profound things, you know, and I believe God is raising up our children, our grandchildren, and the young ones to actually step in the gap. And uh, yeah, it was just so beautiful to watch. So yeah, it was just amazing. That's a big blessing, so, isn't it? And it kind of comes back oh, to your yeah. whole vision of using your horses. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, and she's just, he just loves them and they love her. It's just even the most fearful ones will come up to her and just uh -huh. nozzle into her. It's just awesome. so beautiful. So God is really doing amazing things. So yeah. Bless you, God. That's why we're so close also to uh, Ark of Grace Ministries. People love that because of the animals. Uh, it's amazing. God, God's done that. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for praying, Chris. Uh, Linda, go ahead. Well, and this page for it. Um, after you guys, um, uh, when you did when you did with your family, we had on a prayer thing with um, Justin. There was a tornado warning here in Illinois, mm -hmm. and I know of those. I haven't heard anything, but I know there's everything. Was, everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Awesome! I get God to credit for that. That sounds great. Thank you so much. Seriously, there's a. As we said, uh, we just pray for anything, and He is going to do amazing things in this time. We're going to see more immediate reactions to our prayers, I believe, in this time frame. He's shaking, but we're in Goshen if you're part of the remnant. So it's time to just worship that. Um, if you had any more praise reports, we'll also start taking some praise, uh, prayer requests as well. Um, I see Nancy saying, Jesus favor for Dave and Diane. I love that. Unspoken prayer request for myself, says Nancy. So we'll get, we'll get to Nancy here in a second. I'm going to put you over here in this area. And then Linda, I want to praise your ministry, says Linda. I found out that the church I was going to is a 501c3 corporation. I pray for her. My father was a devil worshiper and I was abused. I ran away at 13 and lived in the street until I was 18. Wow, Linda, I'd love to have you backstage to share your story sometime if you uh, would like to come and do that ever. Love to have you here about how the Lord has rescued you from that. And um, thank you so much, Linda, for being on here. I know you love the music, and we love we love to have you on here. Um, M.L. Slater saying, I love the new song. Um, and so pretty pretty cool. So there's, if you have anything else, let me know. I see people are posting scriptures on Rumble, Rumble Rants as well. Go to Rumble Rants or to Facebook to get your prayer requests in as well. And uh, so if you have any requests, make sure you type those in and or we'll, if Katie's driving, so we'll talk to hers about it in a second. But let's sing, let's sing this song next that is this beautiful, just worship to it. This is called Do It Again. You know, we've seen God do so many amazing things in our lives. Well, he'll do it again, right? Knowing the battle's won, great is your faithfulness. I'll see you do it again. Uh, Psalm 36, 5 says, Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the clouds, Psalm 36, 5. Second uh, lyric in this song we emphasize, says, I know the night won't last, and your word will come to pass, I believe. John 8, 12 talks about Jesus spoke to them, saying, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. What a great promise. And the song also talks about you move the mountains. You made a way when there was no way. I know we've seen that so many times. Uh, Matthew 17, 20 says, For truly I say to you, 
If you had faith like a grain of a mustard seed, nothing will be impossible for you. And I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, John 14, 6 says. So this song is about worshiping the person that moves the mountains. He makes ways where there is no way. And we know that he will always be there for us. His greatest faithfulness. The battle's been won. And we'll get to see him do it again. Let's worship together. Walking around these walls I thought by now they'd fall But you have never failed me Waiting for change to come Knowing the battle's won For you have never failed me yet Promise still stands Great is your
Also want to uh, lift up some prayer requests here, as well as uh, just invite you if you have some favorites, just worship songs that you could listen to four or five times over that you just really feel connected to the Lord that has lyrics that point to the Bible, point to Scripture. Let us know what those songs are, and uh, we've, get, we've got a whole list and we've got a whole bunch of songs that we've already selected. So it'll be a while before we get them, but we want to get, eventually get them um, produced as beautiful video worship uh, songs for others as well as we uh, continue to add to us. We have uh, 30 songs now with another bunch coming up. Um, so we'll be rolling out new, new songs probably every week or so. But if you have um, a favorite one, let us know about that. The best way is probably to uh, you go to info at blessedteach.com as an email or just go to the neighborhoods. That's the best place to communicate with us there. That's where you can chat with me and all these other great patrons that are backstage here. Go to neighborhood.social. It is the replacement for Facebook. It's a way for us to not be isolated and be together. Neighborhood.social. Okay, that's where I have my blog of what the Lord's speaking to me. That's where the little one blog is that Terry was talking about. That's where we have backstage group. We have all kinds of groups that meet on zoom when we're not here backstage um, almost every day of the week there's something going on with this ministry so love to have you come and join us at neighborhood.social you can find all that at blessedteach.com as well um, that's where you find the backstage tab as well as the link to the neighborhood as well as everything else the show notes etc we'd love to have you here but um, i think I, so the first one i just didn't know if um, charlotte wouldn't mind lifting up this person here that was Nancy, I think it was Nancy, just said, unspoken prayers request for myself. It's Nancy Myers from Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> okay, praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you know us and you know what we need and you know our desires. And you give us your desires sometimes too, but you always love our desires too. Father, we just lift them up to you, Lord God, and we ask, Lord, that you would do exceedingly, abundantly above all that Nancy can even ask or imagine, and that she will know beyond the shadow of a doubt that it was you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. 
And then um, I was going to ask Annette to pray for Charlotte. Charlotte's saying, pray that I find all my paperwork. I need to apply for a grant for a roof and an HVAC replacement, which is air conditioning, right? So she needs an air conditioner slash heater and a roof. Uh, she needs a grant and for that. And a roof? Yes. The roof's leaking. Yes. Oh, the roof is le always mm -hmm. leaking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Father, we thank you that you are the provider through Jesus. And we know when we pray in Jesus' name that you will give us our desire because this Nancy, she needs no, this is Charlotte. a roof. This is Charlotte. Oh, Char I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte, I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Charlotte, no she needs um, the air conditioner mm -hmm. and uh, the roof that is leaking. Father, that is not acceptable mm -hmm. for you. Not at all. So we ask you, Father, that you will mend this roof for her and that you will bring her all the help she needs show up father in her life bless her in abundantly way father because you love charlotte and we ask you that you bless her because you love her through jesus christ and thank you for taking care of all these matters in Charlotte's life now. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, we pray and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jehovah Jireh, our great provider. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Um, can't wait to see what he does in people's lives as they just continue to just serve him. I know mm -hmm. Charlotte loves him and she's going to get the fruits of that. Um, Lord, um, I said that we have also, I guess, uh, Katie, Katie. You had something that you needed prayer for. Do you want to let us know? You know, Katie's driving, so she's... Oh, okay. <laughs> I got it. Mm -hmm. um, so, my little niece, who is five, needs prayer. She, um, she was born with um, a hardening of her liver. And um, she's needed a liver transplant ever since she was like a year and a half old. So they've been putting it off because she was so tiny and um, her liver, you know, her enzymes have always been okay. Um, she has a little bit of function of her liver, but this last week she got really sick. And so that her, my sister took her to the doctor and they found that her red blood count is only at 7.5, which it should be at 11. And that means that she's either not eating enough meat, which is not the case, or she is bleeding internally and losing a lot of blood internally. And they just did a, um, ultrasound and they don't have the results back from it yet but during the ultrasound they found that she had really bad varicose veins in her throat and they think that that's where she's bleeding internally but they're not sure 
and they also found a spot on her liver that is not supposed to be there and they're still going to do more tests and they're going to be doing tests for the next week and she's really really sick she's only she's five years old and she only weighs like 40 pounds to start with and she's already lost a few pounds on top of that Mm. so she really deserves some prayer and also my sister she doesn't believe she believes in jesus and she believes in god but she doesn't believe that jesus will heal her daughter and so my sister also needs some prayer for her faith that she can allow a miracle to happen mm-hmm. in susan's life amen so so elizabeth from uh all the way from Australia. Do you mind lifting those prayers up for Susan and the mother? Donna. Donna. Of course, I'd be honored. Um, oh, bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. It's precious little, little Donna. Um, Father God, she's your child. What a, what a sweet little soul that's going through so, so much at the moment. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I confess your word concerning healing. As I do this, I believe and say that your word will not return to you void, but will accomplish what it says it will. Therefore, I believe in the name of Jesus that Donna is healed according to 1 Peter 2.24. It is written in your word that Jesus himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Therefore, with great boldness and confidence, I say on the authority of that written word that Donna is redeemed from the curse of sickness and and refuses to tolerate its symptoms anymore. Father God, I just pray for a miracle. Your word says that that you are a miracle working God, that Jesus is there right with her now. Lord Jesus, I just pray you touch her mightily, Father God, from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. And this precious little soul will live to, to proclaim the glory of God and that her mother Suzanne can see a miracle and know that you love her little girl so much, but you also love her father. And I just pray you would touch her soul to believe and have the faith as small as a mustard seed that she can move this mountain of unbelief. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, that it is gone, it is gone and she sees a different light. She sees a different frame to see things and she now believes that her daughter can be healed and is healed in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father, amen. Amen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love these uh, prayer warriors lifting up other prayer warriors. It's just a beautiful. And uh, if you have any more prayer requests, make sure to type them in Facebook or Rumble or come backstage, right? Just go to blessedteach.com. We can be back on Zoom here in just a few minutes. We're going to play something a little more upbeat and fun about uh, when it rains for 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, you know, God's acting, right? And a guy named Noah who built a boat and there's some scripture in this song this is Curtis Grimes who we've had on the show several times a great country artist especially out of out of uh, the Texas area Noah built a boat sitting in the sand told everybody everybody said man you've lost your mind this time that thing ain't never gonna float Genesis 6 14 uh, God told him we know what to do and he did it make yourself an ark of gopher wood make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch get prepared 
Uh, second thing is the song talks about, so let them call you crazy. Maybe it's true, but there's nothing impossible to do with a little bit of faith and a whole lot of hope. And Luke 137 says, for nothing will be impossible with God. And then it says, when God opens a door, he will lead you through. Quoting to Revelation 3.8 as one example, it says, I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door which no one is able to shut. I love this, how uh, yeah, when God does wants us to go through a door and he opens it, nobody, nothing can stop that, right? And the last part, I love this. It says, so take it every chance you get and don't you quit. Because if you believe it's true, it starts with you. And that's where Galatians 6, 9 says, and let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. So let's not give up and let's just enjoy this cute song about Noah build a boat. tell you you're crazy for dreams are something you wake up from and not pursue when God opens a door well he'll lead you through so take that leap of faith or you regret what you didn't do remember Noah built a boat sitting in the sand told everybody everybody said man you've lost your mind this time that thing ain't never gonna float so let them call you crazy maybe it's true but there's nothing impossible to do with a little bit of faith and a whole lot of hope wouldn't even supposed to rain when Noah built a boat Won't be easy, and that's a cold hard fact. It can spin you around, flip you upside down, leave you flat on your back. And when you think you can't, just hold your head up high until it rains for 40 days and 40 nights. Remember, Noah built a boat. Sitting in the sand, told everybody, everybody said, man, you've lost your mind this time. That thing ain't never gonna float. So let them call you crazy, maybe it's true. But there's nothing impossible to do with a little bit of faith. And a whole lot of hope wouldn't even supposed to rain when no one built a you get don't you quit cause if you believe it's true it starts with you Noah built a boat sitting in the sand told everybody everybody sitting man you've lost your mind this time that thing ain't never gonna float so let them call you crazy maybe it's true but there's nothing impossible to do with a little bit of faith And a whole lot of hope wasn't even supposed to rain When Noah built a boat Oh, Noah built a boat 
the draft's going to bring up another verse here. It says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if you do not give up. Galatians 6, 9. Hmm. <laughs> All right. That's a cute one, isn't it? Um, we're going to get into one more song. That's probably the wrapping up the night. Uh, let me know if there's any more prayer requests we missed. We can do that at the end here. But uh, this song is called Holy is the Lord. And it says, Holy is the Lord God Almighty. The earth is filled with his glory. The Old Testament and the New Testament talk about this. Isaiah 6, 3 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And back to the Revelations 4, 8 Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. We're going to be studying that here soon as we get into Revelation 3 tomorrow. I mean on Sunday. Then for the joy of the Lord is our strength. How great, how awesome is He. And the Nehemiah 8.10 says, And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And Psalm 47.2 uh, says, For the Lord Most High is awesome. He is a great king over all the earth. And together we sing, everyone sing. This is why we're I'll do this together. Psalm 96 1 says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. And addressing one another, this is what we're supposed to be doing in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Let's do that now. Let's sing. And make melody to the Lord with our heart as we sing, Holy is the Lord. We stand and lift up our hands, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. We bow down and worship Him now. How great, how awesome is Together we sing Holy is the Lord God Almighty The earth is filled with His glory Holy is the Lord God Almighty The earth is filled with His glory
holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. night we're going to study revelation chapter 2 um, getting into the meat of uh of revelation here as we get into uh, uh the current times at that point in time it was written and then we move into the future times which will be exciting as we really relate that back to our study of the last 12 chapters of daniel 12 1 through 12 i'm looking forward to that so join me on sunday as we continue that and then we continue also on word and worship on friday nights with gus and I teaching uh, where we go into the book of John. I think believe we're on John 10 now, so you can follow along that Friday night at 5 p.m. CST, and then again Sunday morning at 10 a.m. CST. And uh, tell you what, uh, this has been beautiful here. What a great testimony from Diane, and see so many people's praise reports. Is this wonderful? Um, so many prayer requests. We want to get more prayer prayers in. Let me know if, uh, backstage if I missed any prayer requests before we sign off here um, but again Facebookers or uh, and if you're on Rumble I know a lot of people are watching right now but many people on their TVs so you can always go to the chat by just going on your phone going to Rumble on your phone go to the live chat we'd love to hear from you about what your prayer requests are what your praise reports are anything that you'd like to share um, so let me show the closer 777 put Matthew 1034 do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword and one's foes to be members of one's own household. Um, and they're talking about the tribulation is near. Yeah, and that's what the cabal wants to separate us, right? Separate us by um, um, all our family members, etc. Christ came to rescue us from that, and those who get the truth actually come together. So uh, Elizabeth had a... Um, oh, okay, okay, that's right. There was a request for Sound of Freedom to come to Australia. Forgot about that one. So, um, I don't know, Katie, can you uh, can you pray for that? Um, so I know it's not in Australia yet, and Elizabeth would love to have that in Australia. <laughs> sure. Um, Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for your servants that come to this earth and do your work. The ones that say here am i send me the ones like tim ballard the ones who go in and rescue your children and heavenly father we ask you in the name of jesus that every person on this earth that wants to see sound of freedom that they have the opportunity to see it that they have the opportunity to share in that message and that that message goes worldwide everywhere starting with australia Heavenly Father, we ask you so that you free the children on this earth. We call trafficking down. We call slavery down. We say it's ended Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ and by his blood. It is ended now. And that these children are freed along with anybody else in slavery in this world. Mm -hmm. 
that we have a righteous earth and a righteous body of Christ can crawl and bring his wedding Christ I say amen amen Ooh, after that powerful prayer I feel like blowing my shofar calling the angels of all ranks and divisions to come and help along as the jot line of Judah thank you Lord <laughs> Appreciate everybody. Uh, <laughs> Die saying, I need more practice blowing my shofar. You do real good on your electronic one. <laughs> I know that. That's awesome. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, so, uh, hey, with that, if everybody wouldn't mind unmuting and saying goodbye, and we'll see you guys tomorrow night. Word and worship and Sunday at Word and Worship. See ya. Mm. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank Love you, all. everyone. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you, Rick. Bye, everybody. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.